What up? We're back. I. <laughs> Guess who's back? I thought you were going to say queso. Back, back again. <laughs> Shady's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Except it's Marianne. Yes. <laughs> She's back. I'm back. <laughs> She's hey. ready. She is ready. She got her notes out and everything. Oh. I, I do have notes for this episode. Oh, God damn. God damn. Is everyone comfortable? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, you gotta start a fireplace. Oh, yeah. oh, what the heck? Google. We put Christmas fireplace on this time, guys. We're feeling festive. Festive AF. Crackle, crackle. Have you put up your Christmas decorations yet? I have not. Uh, yeah. I also have not. <laughs> I'm planning on doing it when I come back from Vancouver. Oh. So. We have listeners in Vancouver. Oh. Do we? Oh, yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Hey, Vancouverans. Was that- Can you text Marianne <laughs> to tell her where to go? Yeah. Her number is... Yeah. No. no. <laughs> um, nah. I should, tell my, uh, I should tell my friends in Vancouver to... Listen to this pod. Listen up. Yes! Spread the word. Actually, this might be a good one for Stace to listen to. Yeah. Yes, Stace. Yeah. Listen yes, up. What it do, baby? <laughs> what it do, baby? Baby. <laughs> Stace oh, is like, I gotta go. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> not this thing. <laughs> well, right. I'm uh, I'm just gonna touch on the last oh, episode. Yes. Wait, bit. y'all are rude. My dog is here too. Dutchie. Oh, hi, Dutchie. Say hi, princess. Dutchie bark. Say hi. No, she's not Sweetie gonna bark. Baby. Speak. Dutchie. Oh, she's like putting oh. my finger up her nostril. <laughs> That's how she likes it. She she's not gonna. Is she like today. mom, like uh, <laughs> like mother, like daughter. Don't say oh. shit. <laughs> she was trying to eat and like. Dutchie, okay. snort. Okay, back to the topic. Now that Dutchie's been introduced. Yes. Um. Yeah. So no, I listened to last week's episode. Thank you very course, much. Because you know I'm a devout. Mm-hmm. Um, Follower of the Dumbishians. The Dumbishians. Yeah, what are you gonna call your followers? That's a good question, actually. Um, bitches. Bit just no. DBs. They're DBs. Yeah. DBs. Sorry. Right before you get into your part. Yeah. So I had a dinner with my friend last night. And so I was telling him because he started following the podcast when it used to be Papusas and Pencil. Oh, welcome. Yeah. So. But then he is the OG. Well, except this motherfucker didn't listen. Like, he listened to our first two episodes, and then we were talking about it yesterday. And he's like, oh, no, like, I haven't been able to listen. Like, and I was like, the fuck? Like, what type of friend are you? Anyways, the point is that he didn't know that we had changed the name to Dumb Bishes. Mm. And he's like, Diana, like, it's mm. 2019. Like, you guys really want to be calling yourselves Bishes? And I was like, well, if you fucking listen to the podcast, you know that it was a joke. <laughs> And you wouldn't be freaking trying to talk to me about this right now. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> had enough. Politically correct. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to your PC. friend. No, no shout out to him. He doesn't get one. Although we do have a shout out. A little, a little ah. I'm listening. I was like, what? I don't know if she wants us to use her her full name. But A-H, A-H, you know, yes. you know, you who, know you who you are. are. I'm this pomegranate, A- real delicious. A-H. And, um... A-H. 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 <laughs> Shukran for listening. 
Gracias. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yes, okay, so, sorry. Back to you, Marianne. That's no, right, that's okay. That's the right term, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. You get carried away. It's fine. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, so last week you guys were talking about, and I just wanted to share my own little um I was like, what did we talk about? You're talking about so if you had if the if you met the genie from uh-huh. Aladdin. Oh and yes, you yes, had yes, what are your three wishes? Three wishes. Ooh. Ooh. So I thought a lot about this and I was like, I wanna be like I want to actually like if I actually met <laughs> This is a reality. This is real. Uh-huh. Okay. All if right. I actually met a genie and this was possible. Uh-huh. I think I know where it's going. <laughs> Can we, no, wait, 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 can we guess? Actually, no, you don't. Okay, fine. No, you wait, guess. go ahead. You motherfucker, make yourself into Harry Potter. <laughs> like, you get into Hogwarts. Yeah, you would find a way to get into Hogwarts. That's actually, um, no. Number one. No, that wasn't any of them. Oh, no. what a surprise. So, you know, because Harry Potter's not real. Um, okay, but the genie and the three wishes are. So. <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay, okay. Continue. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. So number one would be to have infinite funds, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I thought and, you said fun, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. No, infinite funds. So like never running out. Cash money. Always mm-hmm. have money. Never have to worry. The green episode. Episode. Uh, yeah, episode, episode eight. eight. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> uh-huh. One of those past ones. Just uh-huh. go back. And... Listen, number two was um, provide good homes for all the homeless pets and people. Oh. You're such a sweetheart. Yeah. No, I felt like that was important because not just homes, good homes. Mm-hmm. And the last one was um, totally selfish and meet Dave Grohl, which is my... <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's my dream. Wait, didn't you meet him? No. We've just gone to his concert. I wish. Marianne and I. I wish. Because like Diana, I don't. <laughs> like Diana, I would not know what to do with myself if I was in the presence of Dave Grohl. Let's just. And yeah. me with Taylor. Yeah. Ooh, I remember. Taylor. The drummer. The drummer. Mm. I'm of a the, fan. Of the, I feel like. Of the Foo Fighters. Dave Hashtag Grohl Foo Fighters. Looks Hashtag Dave Grohl. Like he would be a Hashtag cool Taylor. Dude. Um, yeah. So Those are really good wishes. Yeah. There was, they were, um, and then, of course, you talked about Disney movies, and, like, I could talk about Disney movies all day. But anyways, I'm just gonna name my favorite Disney movies. Tell Do me. it. And there was Beauty and the Beast. Same. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and then Pocahontas. And Lion King. Ooh. You like your classics. They're my three fave of all time. Yeah. No, we were copying the firecracking. Well, I was copying myself from last episode. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we didn't even tr- introduce the pod. Oh, yeah. If this is your first episode. <laughs> we never introduced it. Yeah, we've done it every single time. Have you? Have we not? Have we we're not? just like, welcome back straight into the topic. Oh, yeah. But we should introduce our t- What do we talk about, Diana? Oh, your name is Diana. <laughs> She's one half of the DBs. Yeah. You're listening to the Dumbicious Pod. My name is Madan. <laughs> like, whoops. Break. I'll just introduce myself. And this bitch is Marianne. Yep. Yeah, because you introduced me first. Because yeah, obviously, the guest is the most important. Adar. <laughs> Anywho, so today's topic, uh-huh. um, which is going to be a really good one, I find. What is it going to be? 
It's a bit of a uh, the topic today is going to be about mental health and mental illness. We're very close to the mic and each other. (laughs) Let's get into physical. (laughs) I'm down. God. Anywho, yes, so mental health is our top mm-hmm. today. Guys, I'm a little nervous. It's a very Why important... Nervous? It's in a very important topic. It is. is. Um, no, just because, you know, I'm going to talk about my own experience mm-hmm. um, with mental illness. And, uh, yeah, I've only ever really uh, written it down. I've never really... Yeah. Said it out loud. Said it out loud. Yeah. Which, by the so. way, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Like, and, uh, like, we're saying it right now. Whatever you do not feel comfortable, comfortable talking, about, talking about, do not, like, do not feel no, the no. need to say anything. No, no. And I, I've always been pretty open about the fact that I do have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll just start. Sure. From the beginning. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so my story. All right. So it was about, um, I was just starting, uh, the rehabilitation program in, uh, Kona at, in St. John's. Um, and my grandmother got sick. Um, she was my mom's mom. She was also pretty much my second mom. Um, so... I think like that was what kind of triggered me into um well a depression pretty much Mm -hmm. um but before then like I had always been um a pretty anxious kid like the smallest things would make me um super well anxious and um I remember like being sick a lot in grade three and that was because of a teacher that was like really she was really condescending and really like made me feel small about stuff and kind of stupid like she wasn't a very nice teacher like she wasn't really great like Like she'd make you three yeah she'd make you she'd make you get up in front of like the class and do math problems and then, like, if you couldn't figure it out, she'd be like, that's what's so wrong with you, pretty much. Wow. Oh, that's, that's horrible. So, yeah. So, like, that wasn't really where it started, but that was a, like, I look back on it now and I'm like, damn, like, I was, <laughs> like, I was physically sick, <laughs> like, missing school, throwing up. My mom thought for sure that, like, somebody was, like, doing something to me at school mm-hmm. like she thought like she, i remember talking to her about it and she was like i was like i would drop you off at school and i would cry because i knew you didn't want to go oh your mom and she'd be like and then you'd like you'd come back out to the car and like you wouldn't go into school because like you were so upset mm-hmm. and i'd be like well like i don't i don't really remember but yeah yeah and she said that like she for the longest time like she did a bunch of investigations like she talked to the principal about like thinking that like somebody was like molesting me oh my gosh yeah. and stuff like that or bullying yeah or bullying or, or anything like that but no it was just the fact that I was like anxious about having a teacher who was not very like mm-hmm. so yeah that was uh in grade three <laughs> you don't really like uh, yeah I mean 
you know, I've I've been really lucky and I've never had um, a bad experience with a teacher before. Mm-hmm. But when you think of it, you know, like, it's true. Teachers are with kids for such a huge majority of their life. Yeah. And, like, Sometimes so many hours of the day, right? Than and it's their like, own parents, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't really think, like, having good teachers is so important. It is. It's a huge mm-hmm. difference. But, yeah, fast forward to um, university. Mm-hmm. When I finished high school, and I mean, all throughout high school, I was kind of, you know, I had friends and I was social, but like for most of the time when I wasn't out with friends or wasn't, um, like hanging out and doing stuff outside or whatever, hanging out with my brothers, like I was up in my room Mm -hmm. for a lot of like grade 10 onward. Um, and like, I didn't think about it at the time. I just like spending time with myself Mm -hmm. by myself. But then like, I think back at it now and I'm like, man, I was like. I would listen to music and and stay in my room and be completely isolated. And now, that's like a sign of depression, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. like, you isolate yourself from other people. You don't socialize a whole lot. And there would be days where I'd be like, I don't want to do anything with anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't Mm want to do the things that I normally like to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I guess I got out of it. And then reached university and... I think I was so freaked out by the fact that I would, like, that I would fail or that I would get in academic probation that I, like, got completely overwhelmed. And then I just didn't even try because it was, like... You just felt like, Yeah, I just felt like, I'm going to fail anyway. Like, what's Mm -hmm. the point? Mm -hmm. And then, like, I I actually did drop out of university because it just wasn't... I didn't feel like I was going anywhere. I didn't feel like... and, And that year of my life was kind of hard because um my dad was really upset with me (laughs) Mm -hmm. for dropping out of school um and he didn't talk to me actually for a good like it was probably the longest time I never talked to my dad because he was just really upset with me and he didn't understand why I was not like why I was dropping out of school that I had paid for and like I he thought that I had like a plan for what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. and I thought I did like I thought I wanted to do anthropology but that mm-hmm. didn't really so to him he f- like he, he was felt like that you were just giving up I was just giving up and mm-hmm. and not trying hard enough failing mm-hmm. pretty much yeah mm-hmm. but then I had a talk with him about it and I was like you know like I just felt like what's the point in doing something that I'm not going to get a job with like mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. he's like well you got to figure out what you want to do and you're going to go to work until you figure out what you're going to do mm-hmm. and I was like okay well guess that's what I'm gonna do and then mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just a whole that summer actually was the worst um so how old were you at this point like 18 uh I was probably like 21 mm-hmm. 20 um and yeah my my nan Codner died actually around that time mm-hmm. which is a whole other kettle of fish like I'm not even gonna get into that yeah. because she had cancer um, for 12 years, oh, and gosh. I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. So, that took a lot of, uh, that took a lot of, um, like, I didn't deal with it, I don't think, until, Processing? like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't deal with it until, like, about a year ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, she died, and I pushed it under like I always did and 
went drinking, went partying, mm-hmm. did a lot of stupid shit that I probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Again, looking back on it, I'm like, geez, like, why was I not listening to myself? Like, why was I not? Like, that? those are all signs of, <laughs> they're all, the signs are staring you right in the face. And, like, mm-hmm. you're just completely ignoring it. So that's when the bow broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And my nan, nan Martin died. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I was 24? No, it was 2015, so I was 20... Uh, 20 three, <laughs> 23, 24. 23, 24. Man, we hadn't revealed our ages yet. Oh, oh no, man. we were 23, I think. Yeah. It was something, yeah, it's around there. Well, it depends what time of the year. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> sorry. Oh no, sorry, that's, that's completely wrong. I graduated in 2015. I just graduated started the program. in high school? No. <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. No, bitch. <laughs> Elementary. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, man. I can't even imagine if I could graduate in 2015. That's ridiculous. Um, like wait, oh, is that, God. Isn't that when Judy graduated? <laughs> oh, shit. Really? Wait, like really? high school? No. No. Uh, no. She's not that much younger than us. No. Also, shout out to Judy. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Judy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, no, it was 2011. 2011 when I first started that program. Mm-hmm. No, god damn it. What is wrong with me? <laughs> it was a two-year program, so 2013. Okay, yeah, people, okay. I got my facts straight, all right? Okay. I didn't write this down. 2013. <laughs> all right, we're there. We were 22. 22. Nope. I don't know. Yeah, so that was, um, I just started the program. Nan got sick. She was in hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and my whole world came crashing down. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It was just like tsunami waves just like came in and like just demolished me. Like mm-hmm. I was, I remember the night she died. I remember the wake Everything after that is just, like, don't even know. Because mm-hmm. I, I was in the middle of exams. I had to, like, push it all down. I had to, like... Oh, that's crazy. Get, that's so hard. I had to get through it. I had to yeah. do my exams. Like, I even had to get my exams deferred because, like, she died right in the middle of, like... Oh, my God. That's crazy. So I had to push that all down. And I think it was, like, one day I was driving to uh, work... And, well, I was being drove to work by my ex-boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Dan, turn off the pod! <laughs> yeah, this is where you... This is where you fast forward. Um, <laughs> no. um, and he would drive me to work, and, like, we, we just... Like, I just... I... Something in me just, like, broke. Mm-hmm. And I bawled and bawled and mm-hmm. bawled, like, the whole way. And I had to, like, call into work, and, like, I just... I was like it was like uncontrollable. I couldn't stop mm-hmm. crying. Mm-hmm. And um, how long after? Sorry, how long after everything? This happened, was like did this happen? I had gotten through exams, and you know it was like maybe a month after. Okay. So she died in May. So it was like June, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe end of June. Um, yeah, and then I didn't deal with it again until uh, things got uh, too much to bear, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so fast forward to January of the following year is when I actually was diagnosed with um, MDD, which is major depressive disorder. So all this time beforehand where you felt like you were experiencing, you know, like <clears throat> symptoms. Yeah. Well, but reflecting back on it. Yeah. I now, but at the time, at you the didn't time, I just think like, that Because that was... that's the way I was, right? Like, yeah. I buried stuff. I put stuff inside a bottle, and that was it. Like, mm-hmm. you just you just bury it, and then you're happy. There's no reason that's for you like to be... That's just, like, your normal... That's just... Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy on the outside, but I was like... Yeah. Not happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Inside, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always put other people before me. So, like... Even that's, I, I say that when I found out I had depression and it's depression antagonized by anxiety. So it was, Mm. it's just made worse. So it's like this Mm. vicious cycle that just like you get anxious. So then you get depressed, you get, you're depressed and then you're anxious. Like it's, you're anxious because you're depressed and (laughs) you know Mm -hmm, what I mean? Like it's just Mm -hmm. never ending. Never ending. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so then uh, the year that I found that out, it was pretty difficult. Um, but what pushed me to actually go get help was... Uh, it's hard to talk about. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, so I... Just cycle back a little bit. I went to work and I realized that, like, I need to talk to somebody about this like it's not normal for me to be feeling the way I'm feeling um because I was like wasn't reading anymore I wasn't um I didn't want to go to the movies anymore I didn't want to um I didn't want to spend time with friends anymore I didn't want to like even just talking to people exhausted me like and I was doing my placements and like my you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was, like, I wasn't done school yet. I was, I'm pretty sure I was still in school when this was going on. Yeah. Um, so you realized that within yourself? Or, like, do, sorry, were you, like, talking to someone and then you just kind of, no, like, triggered, I like, wait a minute. It within like, myself. I was like, mm-hmm. but what actually made me realize was mm-hmm. I went to, my work suggested that I go to um, a counselor. Mm-hmm. And, and they are like, because, you know immediately when you tell somebody that like hey i feel like i'm depressed like mm-hmm. i feel like i need help they're like okay well we're gonna get you a doctor's appointment we're gonna get you to go to like this is all supports through my work so yeah. it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna um send you to counselor and so you can figure out you know what's going on with you and um go to the doctor and see if you like you need medication or like if there's anything they can do to help you out and you're gonna start like exercising you they had this whole plan to you know get you back to good kind of Mm -hmm, thing mm -hmm. and when I went to the counselor she asked me if I had ever had uh suicidal thoughts and I just stopped and I was like I mean yeah like I've thought so many times it would be so much easier if I was just, like, 
if I didn't if I didn't have to deal with this I wouldn't have mm-hmm. to be a burden on my boyfriend I wouldn't have to be a burden on my family I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to be a burden on it and these are the thoughts that you have in your head and and you don't even like it starts off small at first like you don't even realize you're having the thoughts you know what I mean it's almost like Yeah. Like, I can't explain it, really. Mm-hmm. But then when I did start to get on medication and, like, you had to do this whole, like, trial and error of what will work for you and yeah. what will um, not work. And, and then you have to try a bunch of different kinds if, you know, the first one they give you doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what ended up happening, which I, I had to go through a couple before I um, found one that worked. But I just remember being on my bed in our home, me and my ex-boyfriends, and like looking at the prescription bottle that I had been given by the doctor. And for a second, like there was just a thought in my head, like what if I just took all these? That's crazy. And it just like... Because I was so low, like I was so just sick and tired of feeling the way that I was feeling like mm-hmm. I was just like I cannot carry on like this like mm-hmm. it's not me I don't want to be like this anymore I'm not a negative sad like just angry person because I was feeling angry too it wasn't mm-hmm. just like and the thoughts I was having were not my own and I realize that now mm-hmm. because it was my illness right mm-hmm That's crazy. So, yeah. So when that happened, I told my counselor, and she was like, okay, yeah, like, you need to get on a different medication, because those clearly are not. Yeah. <laughs> they're not working for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then, yeah, when I got on, um, when my doctor learned that I had been having, like, suicidal thoughts, she was like, yeah, okay, well, we're not going to, like, we're going to try something else, because mm-hmm. that's clearly not working, and, you know, if it's not making you feel, because it's supposed to give you, like, kind of like a a boost right Mm -hmm. like it's supposed to make you feel like okay hey i can i can go do the things that i want to do i can go uh read a book i can go to the gym i can Mm -hmm. get up and go for a walk but like without that without that little boost Mm -hmm. i was like in bed all the time after going and doing what i had to do Mm -hmm. at work or whatever watching the office or watching something that would make me laugh Mm -hmm. because it was just like yeah. Well, it's nice that your workplace was really supportive. Yeah, they were Yeah, totally. And yeah. sorry, this is in Newfoundland? Yeah. They were great about all that stuff. But, I mean, I'm always going to have this. It's not something that can just, like, be cured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, which is so crazy, because, like, when I think about people who, like... Um, you know, because at the end of the day, like, I think nowadays it is getting better, but so many times, like, these mental illnesses have such a negative stigma on them that, oh yeah, you know, there's, there's people out there who think that, like, this exist. isn't a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is not real. It's not real. Yeah. You know, you can just snap your fingers and be out of it. It's a choice just for you to feel sad. up. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer so, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Smile. like, yeah. when I think about that, it's just, like... It's so important to have 
support support in any way whether it might you know i understand that maybe for you at the time you didn't want to have a friend or not want to but you didn't feel like talking to anyone that you knew yeah but at least you had someone at work that was like hey like that's no. for you yeah, like no. you she get didn't that give done. me an option she yeah. was like yeah no we're doing yeah. this this and this you're gonna go here here and here you're gonna do this mm-hmm. you're gonna talk to this person you're gonna like it's really nice. mm-hmm. yeah you know as a friend you know um when I hear that and like, you know that you're such an important person to me, but I have never had, like, I've never experienced something like that personally. And, um, if I, besides you, if I've known anyone who, um, had depression, they've never, um, expressed that to me. So you are my first person, like my first friend in my life that has, you know, that we've openly been able to talk about that. So when I think of it, you know, when you tell your story, I'm so glad that someone was able to help you because mm-hmm. if even if I was your friend during that time, yeah. I feel like I, if I'm just being honest, like I wouldn't have known no. how to help you. Like I w- would have wanted to help you, of course, but like as but a no, friend, you wouldn't even really have known. I yeah, like I didn't like when I told my friends that uh, I was going through this and this was happening. They were like, "What?" Like. Mm-hmm. You're like the you're like the happiest person I know. Like mm-hmm. you're always smiling, you're always laughing, you're always like what do you mean? Like mm-hmm. this doesn't seem like real and I was like, Well Yep. Well it is. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it's happening. Uh it could also be that like you're don't you like you don't wanna share that you're Yeah, and that, and that was that part well. of it too. Yeah. But like I just had enough of keeping it inside because once I realized that actually talking about it made me feel better mm-hmm. and made me feel like I could actually work on it and like yeah yeah it's so good it was... that you convinced yourself to reach out to people mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well they say that the most important part of having a mental illness is the like being self-aware and being you know having that mm-hmm um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> um, having that just, well, yeah, self-awareness that, like, you can recognize in yourself that you're not right, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part for people, though, is, like, looking in that mirror and, mm-hmm. you know, being, like, maybe not necessarily, like, I have a problem, but, like, something I wrong. need help. Yeah. 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 It's, like, being super anxious all the time like an illness in itself anxiety in itself is uh is yeah it's a it's a thing (laughs) i I get anxiety so much but like not all the time but when i do get it it's like extreme Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it's weird no like for anxiety wise like if you come across like a everyday problem and your anxiety is actually interfering with your ability to function Mm -hmm. then it's a problem Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because it's 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 not a problem when it doesn't interfere with your daily life Mm -hmm. and like doesn't prevent you from doing the things that you need to do or you have to do Mm -hmm. but as soon as it becomes an interference that's when you need to reach out out, right Mm -hmm. yeah but Going to therapy, uh, I did learn a few trips and tick, uh, trips and ticks, trips well, and ticks, tips and tricks. <laughs> you a trick, you a trick. Uh, 
Yeah, so she explained to me, like, a good way to explain what depression feels like is, you know the term rose-colored glasses? Yes, I have them. Have them on. <laughs> Mine are always on. <laughs> Rose-colored glasses. So, like, you see everything with like a naive, like mm-hmm. happy, positive perspective. Innocent. Innocent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like naive. they can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see the world through rose-colored glasses. It means you're delusional. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get it. Get it. Get it. Um, no. I'm just take these off. <laughs> <laughs> My glasses are black. <laughs> nah. Um, but she explained it in a way that. You see the world, when you're depressed, you have tainted glasses on. So everything you see is tainted by your depression and, like, your depressive thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? So she explained, like, even when you look in the mirror, like, you just see yourself in a negative way, in a negative light. So it's like a shade is cast over everything, right? Mm -hmm. And... She said that the way to challenge that is, uh, like, an exercise that she got me to do was, like, so when you have feelings or thoughts about yourself that are not good, like, you say, like, oh, I'm, you know, what's the point in doing this? Like, like when I quit school and I had all these self-doubts and, and negative thoughts about myself, like, oh, I'm worthless, like, I'm no good, like, yeah. this is, I'm just wasting my time, wasting my mom's money, like, wasting everybody's time that sort of thing like yeah. just you know just not nice thoughts about yourself which mm-hmm. is not normal by the way yeah. <laughs> um that you have to challenge that by saying like is that a opinion mm-hmm. or is it a fact mm-hmm. so like i remember you've said this to I me before i have said yeah. that to you before because yeah. it's the, it's the same thing for people with anxiety too mm-hmm. and for people with anxious thoughts like is that an opinion of your own? Mm-hmm. Like you say, I said, oh, to myself, like, um, I don't know. Nobody likes you. Mm-hmm. Is that a fact <laughs> or mm-hmm. is it an opinion? Because if it's an opinion, then you should challenge the thought and be like, no, that's not right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure people do like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So that actually really helped too. And just challenging the way you're thinking and being like, and realizing when you're in a depressive state. So like when I'm feeling down, just being like, hey, okay, yeah, you're feeling like this right now, but you need to just get in a, you know, a comfy place, do Mm -hmm. something that makes you happy, do something Mm -hmm. that, you know, watch a watch a show or Mm -hmm. um drink a cup of tea and Mm -hmm. uh read a book or a cup of tea a cup of tea a cup a cup Mm -hmm. or uh play with your your pet play with your play with my yuri play with your dutchie just you know even if it just means like lying there and being cozy and comfy on the couch Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. then do that go for a walk Mm -hmm. get out and get some fresh air even if you just stand on your step and Breathe it in. Like just change your routine a little. Yeah, just change your state of mind. Like just, yeah. And it's okay to feel that way. You shouldn't feel shame or guilt in the way that you're feeling because that was my thing. Mm-hmm. I would feel like, you know, because you talked about that stigma mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that people have 
sharing thank you so much um i had a question Mm sure because we know that like depression is a form of mental illness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but are there other types of mental illnesses like anxiety we mentioned and like other things Mm -hmm. yeah there's things like like well even like an eating disorder right like that's a pretty big mental illness as well crazy Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like it's crazy like what about people use that word too like um, other people what well, for me growing up, like, and I don't, like, take this, like, wrongly, my sister. Mm-hmm. My sister is the type of person that, she's just smart. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to study. She just gets it on the first try. She's a mm-hmm. smart girl. And growing up, even though my parents didn't say, like, claim that they don't, they never, like, compared us, I always felt the pressure on myself to at least kind of meet where my sister was at, at her yeah. level. Yeah. And, like, growing up was kind of a struggle because for me I hate school like it's hard for me to concentrate I don't like studying so for me in order to get that 80 percent 85 whatever like I need to really work work hard hard. yeah um and I know like my parents just wanted the best for us and stuff like that but if I got like a bad grade in their eyes like anything lower than like a 70 like, like an 80 <laughs> yeah like I I would get in trouble and like I know that it was all like for my best interest to get me into like a good school in the future and all that to have a better future mm-hmm. but growing up like I put that pressure on myself where like yeah I had depressive thoughts that I you know like was like what's the point like why should You're I be here enough. yeah exactly yeah. if like yeah and just growing up, it was kind of a struggle for me. And yeah, my sister has always been like, <laughs> did Dutchie fart? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, my sister has always been there though to like help me because like my. Just kidding. <laughs> my, uh, what do you call it when your parents are the ones that migrate here first? But we weren't born here. We're like second generation or first generation. We're immigrants. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. You know, like, my parents growing up, like, my parents never graduated from, like, college or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So for them, like, if we didn't have good grades, it equaled out to, like, you know, not not succeeding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So. My parents were the same. Like, luckily, well, my parents never really pushed me in that way. Like, they did. But because I have such a large age gap between my siblings, um... I felt like, uh, don't get me wrong, they were very like, you'd need to go to university, like college or university, like you need to do something and whatnot. But I think it was harder for my sister and my brother because they were closer in age. So like mm-hmm. they were going through high school at the same time and college oh. at the same time and things like that. Yeah. But for me, like they were full grown adults when mm-hmm. I was going through high school and mm-hmm. like, you know, me being a, <gasps> can I, do I consider myself as a young adult? <laughs> I think we're You're mature. You're mature. Whatever. (laughs) When I got to the point of me being a young adult at the time, (laughs) they were already mature adults, you know, like having their families and, you know, whatnot. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, even now I feel like I have that pressure because both my siblings uh, own their own business and they're both successful and, 
you know, they went to university and like got their degrees and, and did all that. And I wasn't like that. I was very similar. Like I never liked school. Like when I was in junior high and high school, I got good grades, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, yeah, it didn't come naturally to me. I didn't like studying. I, you know, I didn't like school and that really translated when I was in university and I actually got kicked out of university because I was on probation Damn. and, uh, I didn't pull my weight. Yeah. I didn't pull my weight. And so they actually did kick me out and I was 18. So I was like, I was an idiot, you know, like I was, I didn't take life seriously. And you know, not that you have to take life so seriously when you're 18, you know, you're just starting life. But you know, I was in university. That was my my own spot, my own spunny, my own money, (laughs) my own money that I spent. Yeah. But because I was a dumbass, and you know, like I didn't take think serious enough that they should have been even when they told me they're like hey like you're not making good enough marks like we're putting you on probation even after they told me you were on probation I still didn't give a fuck and then I got kicked out of the program that I was in and like that really I felt so disappointed in myself like I felt like that was a really low point in my life I don't even know if I even told my family that that happened to me like I think I I just was like I think I just told them like, oh yeah, yeah, I decided to drop out. You know, like I think yeah. I, I didn't, I was, I was so embarrassed of myself that mm-hmm. I let that happen to me that I never told anyone. Like if anyone ever asked me, I was like, oh yeah, I, school's not for me. So I dropped out, but mm-hmm. I actually got kicked out of school. Yeah. Um, and you know, I didn't, I never told my family because I was so scared that I was going to disappoint my entire family because not only does that pressure come from my parents, but also my siblings are so much older than me that they are kind of in a form, a second set of parents for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, I, I really look up to my siblings, like both my brother and my sister, like I really respect them. They're very successful in their lives and they both went to university and graduated with degrees and, um, you know, they, they made something amazing out of their lives and they're happy. I'm like, well, again, I'd like to think that they're happy. I mean, I guess yeah. we've never talked about it, so I don't know, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was just like, that really was such a low point in my life that, yeah. you know, and luckily I, as the years passed by, I smartened up and I went back to school and I kicked ass and I graduated. But at the time I just was like, I, I just was so sad like, I was so embarrassed of myself. Like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Especially, like, at such a young age when you're not forced, but, like, when you're in university, you have to make a big decision on what mm-hmm. you want to take because this is going to affect what you're going to do in your life for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. It's kind of really overwhelming. Yeah. When you don't have the idea of what you want to do. Like, exactly. There's some kids that are super lucky and they know exactly what they want to do from the time they're, like released from the womb like they just they're like i'm gonna be a doctor and that's it mm-hmm. and they have that plan and they set it out and then they're like over the moon happy with their lives yeah. because yeah. they just knew what they wanted to do but like not everybody not everybody leaves high school knowing what they want to do mm-hmm. and that's now, okay like, yeah. yeah we're adults like do i want to be doing what i'm doing for the rest of my life mm-hmm. no Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to be a housewife. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, I mean, I mean Jeannie. I mean, that's yeah. okay. Jeannie, give me my wishes. <laughs> yeah, and I wish I had someone when I was eighteen oh, to man. tell me, yeah. you know, like to be that support system because back then, I don't think that the support was there the way it is now. You yeah. know, I think um, 
X number Not of that it's ago. easy peasy, but I think now it is easier to find support whether you're feeling very anxious or very sad and or angry, whatever it is. I feel like nowadays it's easier to find that support or at least to know the path to take to go down to be able to get the support. Mm-hmm. When we when we were younger, I felt like one, it wasn't talked about at all. No, because um and two, like if you asked for help, I felt like it was such a, such a, a thing that like people look down on you yeah. and like, I don't know how you feel you having gone through depression, you know, like if you agree with that or not, but yeah, I feel like nowadays it's just, it's a lot easier. So I'm in that sense, I'm very happy for people like for kids who are graduating high school right now and they might not know what they want to do and hopefully they find someone that can tell them like, it's okay. You know, like if you need to take that year or two years or however long it takes you to find something that you're truly passionate about Mm -hmm. and then spend that large amount of money to, to get educated about it, which will then in turn, hopefully be good in your life. It takes everybody. Everybody's different. Totally. Everybody goes at a different pace. And I feel like the, the half the, the issue with like, growing up is that there's so much pressure on you Mm -hmm. i don't think parents i don't think like it's not that they don't remember what it was like being a kid but it's definitely not the same now as it was want you to succeed so much that yeah it kind of gets put on the back burner Mm -hmm. well and the times are changing because now it's millennials that are having kids and millennials grew up Mm-hmm. in a very different time mm-hmm. than... I mean, I know we are millennials, but, like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, at the time that my our parents grew up and, you know, like, our... 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 You know, raised us very differently than the way we're going to raise our kids. Yeah. You know? Totally. For sure. Not that, like, we weren't raised with love. No, no, no. Like... No, no. But in terms yeah, don't of, get me like... Wrong. My yeah. childhood was not yeah, unhappy. No. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. my childhood. There was no reason for me to be, you know... Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it was just, like, the self-awareness thing you were saying, Marianne, about being too embarrassed to admit it to mm-hmm. yourself. Because, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so speaking of that... I'm not talking that. about it. It's just, like, you just... Yeah. Even, like, if I can share it, like, drums not going to get mad at me or anything... But even, like, with my husband, he grew up with all boys in mm-hmm. his family. And just, like, mental health, like, what even is you that? You talk about your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because men are raised to be yeah. men. Big, strong men. And, yeah. like, a few years ago, he went through something, like, really rough. Um, and, like, I was like, it's okay. Like, you can talk about it with me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here to listen to you. If mm-hmm. you need support, we can get you support. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it was like one of the first few times that he actually was able to express himself and not feel ashamed about it. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think if you can kind of see the signs, like maybe reach out to your friend, whoever they may be. Looking at yourself and taking care of yourself is super important. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you were going to say Well, sorry, um... When we were talking, like, I know we had a quick mini powwow of what we, oh, a mini what? discussion. <laughs> Fuck. Huh? Of, um, 
<laughs> I mean, what now? <laughs> of what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. And, um, you know, something that I... Oh, she's sniffing the coffee. Sniffing, yes. Um, what smokes. I... You know, it's... I have, like, a mixed feeling about this because, you know, yes, I think it's really important for there to be discussion around um, any sort of mental... Any sort of illness that is uh, stigmatized because that's how you get awareness and that's how um, change happens and the the more and more people are aware about it the hopefully easier it will be for people to find help but um, new millennials it's been oh my god manila manila m&ms millennials and what's the generation now generation y z right okay my you know like brother shout out Oh, wait, oh my god, did you tell him to listen to this pod? I probably should. You what should. is Generation Z? Like, when does it start? 2000? 2000? 2000? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. 2003. No? Then, I thought wait, Millennials no, was until 2002. Can we just quickly look this up? Daniel hey, Google. Born in 97. What year so. is Millennials? Millennials started in 1981. Yeah. What time? <laughs> oh. Hey, Google. What year does Millennials end? Millennials started in 1981. God damn it, Google. Google. <laughs> when does the... <laughs> 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 else do it? Hey, Google. What years are Generation Z? On the website businessinsider.com, they say, Generation Z is broadly defined as the 72 million people born between 1996 yeah. and 2010, mm. but Q Research has recently defined Gen Z as anyone born after 1997. Yeah. Okay. To find out more, look Dad, at the link your your brother? Google Home like, what year was he born? 97. Tom, he young. He on the cusp. He on the cusp. Anywho. Yeah. Cusp. Oh, we're okay. Gen Y. Yeah, we're millennials. Yeah, Gen Y. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Learning new things, people. <laughs> So, you know, with millennials, the older, the younger millennials and going into Gen Z. Okay, boomer. Is <laughs> <laughs> the boomer before us? Yeah, way yeah, before us. Way before us. No, like the one before My us? My mama. No, there's two before us. Is a boomer. Us. Oh. Um, What's the one before us? Gen Y. Sorry, mom. No, we're Gen Y. <laughs> oh, fuck. Gen X. Gen X. Yeah. Gen X. Baby boomers. to 78 is Gen X. Okay, my parents are Gen X. My parents are the boomers. Boomers? Yeah. Oh my god, my parents are boomers too, I think. Yeah. Oh shit. Shout out. Anywho. Shout out to our parents. <laughs> We're shouting out everybody today. So, sorry, what I'm saying is that I feel like now it's people are so incredibly open about it. But And I don't know if it's the old Gen Y and I grew up with the Gen X and baby boomers are my parents okay. in me. But, um, I feel like, yes, it's good for people to talk about it. Like, I don't mind talking about things that have happened to me in my past if I feel like it's going to help someone else. Yeah. But, like, people are, there's, like, memes about mental health now. Like, there's, it's just so, like. It's very open. It's so open. It's but It's become it, a trend. Ex- that's what I wanted to say is that I feel like yeah. it's more of a trend rather than, like, hey, guys, like, let's have an open discussion. It's, like. Let's talk about. Let's have, yeah, let's talk about this. It's more just like, haha, did you go to your therapist today? LOL, my therapist said this, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, dog, like, that's your f- personal info. You know, like, 
you know, if I were to go to a therapist, like, and if someone was like, oh, uh, I don't know, should I go to a therapist or not? I, I don't mind being like, oh, I go to a therapist. This is my therapist. You know, like, mm-hmm. this is what I like. Like, I don't yeah, mind ever talking about that. Talking about that but... but like, I wouldn't be like, Haha, my therapist told me this today. Like, that's my personal business. Like, yeah. I just feel like. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> there's certain things that like, yes, we should always have an open discussion about that. But at the end of the day, like, that's still not a joke. You know, like, this is still serious topics that people go through in their lives, you know, and I don't know. What do you guys think about that? But that's the thing, like, because it's become so comfortable now, people feel comfortable enough to be making jokes about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's just like a, it's out there, so people are just, I mean, that was what, the big initiative with Bell Talk was, like, how many years ago now? A few. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of become old news, I guess I'll say. But, like, Mm -hmm. people are just so... Because people are so much more comfortable talking about it and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's... So do you think it's a... Do you find it more of a positive thing than a... Well, that's... I mean, it ties into the question that we got from our viewer. Oh! We got a question? (laughs) Yeah! Shoot! Okay. Shout out to you. Shout out to... He's our number one again because I did not ask his permission to ask this question. But oh shoot, we with them casual Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Riri showed up in a hood and jeans today. Even our manager came up to me and we're like, "Damn!" She's like, "What's going on? Like, dress dress for the job you want. Like, what's going?" No, some background on Riri. Yeah, look. he dresses in business attire at all times. All the time. Even Does, though we have like, Casual Friday. Yeah. So he never participates in Casual Friday, but today he did. Damn. That's the first time I've seen him in casual wear and we in were the two shook. years that we've been working together. <laughs> yeah. We were all shook. It was pretty. We were shook. I think everyone visited him yeah. in his cubicle. <laughs> I visited him under the pretense of checking out his outfit, but I was actually just going over to get snacks. So. <laughs> And plus he hadn't been at lunch. But anyway, his question, and because I'm sharing it, Riri, because it was a good question, and it ties into what we're currently talking about. So, do elements of society use it as a pretext for social acceptance, as opposed to actually suffering from mental health issues? Please repeat the question. In plain English. Just use it in a sentence. I'll, I'll read the whole question first, and okay, then okay. I will... Romanticize it. Translate. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is the DB's podcast here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm let's like, not get crazy. I'm like, pretense? Uh, okay. <laughs> Riri says, do elements of society use it as a pretext... Elephants? Ele- <laughs> elements. Elephants of society. <laughs> use it as a pretext for social acceptance okay. as opposed to actually suffering from mental health issues part two do the actions of individuals who capitalize on mental health for Mm -hmm. their own benefit take away from the conversation around mental health so that's kind of is he saying like people that are like oh look at me kind of people who profit off of talking about mental health Mm who just people who use it as like a Oh, check out my blog. I'm oh. going to talk about, you know. Gotcha. Things that, um. So, like, Dr. Phil. Like what we're doing right like now? Yeah, what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Please no, subscribe. No, no. <laughs> to be fair, we're not getting paid for this podcast. 
not yet. <laughs> no, like, so are people just saying, oh, I have a mental illness because I want to be part of this social acceptance of, you know what, because, it, because it's a new trend, mm-hmm. because people are all talking oh, about their mental health issues. Gotcha. Do people do that, do you think, by people doing that, are they taking away from this the conversation the actual reality of mental reality well like you were saying so people are making jokes mm -hmm. so is that like is it a joke now like is it a joke to people i'm wondering if it's like a coping mechanism that's that's also yeah that's the way i see it well an example that i have that i read about i don't remember what the article is what was the article i don't bitch (laughs) So it was actually talking about Lizzo because you know how oh, yeah. um, a lot of people write uh, the, it's the it's um, the trend also right now to be bought very body positive and yeah. body forward. Yeah, we which say trend, I, but we mean just you know like it's a it's, a discussion it's right now in, in modern time. Yes, it's um, you know it's you know to be bought body positive, but then I was reading an article. I don't know who it was written by. Sorry, but. Um, and they were saying, like, at the end of the day, we're celebrating her and what she stands for, but she's still obese and that's still a problem, you know, like, and I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> um, Do it to the problem, not a problem. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, instead of us trying to say, hey, like, let's all get healthy and you know what yeah, not. Yeah, let's go exercise. Yeah. They're just like, weight. yes, we love you, Lizzo. Like, you know, don't you, change, blah, blah. Like. You do you. Yeah. And so I found that very interesting because I was like, because I am, um, I feel like that is a part of my um, struggles that I've had in the past is like weight problems, things that have been said to me and, you know, like, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so for me, I do really appreciate body positivity because I've struggled with that for a very, 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 very long time. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I also, when I was reading this article, I was like, well, I, I mean, I understand, you know, like, at the in the end, um, yes, I understand that there are different body shapes and things like that, but, um, I, I, I don't know, I'm trying to say, like, your body is still, Something there's still, ex- yes, exactly, and I, <laughs> we obviously don't know Lizzo, I don't, like, she very well could be she healthy could for be, all I know, you know, like, yeah, not 24 but, but I'm like, just, like in that general keeping topic, a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, um, you know, we're celebrating all these, um, body air quotes, body positivity would really, we might, should be more advocating for a health healthy, overall. yeah, health overall. Yeah. So I, I found that very interesting. So yeah, I guess when I re like when I hear Riri's question, that's what I think about is like, yeah, so you know, is it just cool to be body positive, but we're really, and you know, when people don't work out and just let themselves, you know, you air quotes again, let, let themselves go. Mm-hmm. Is that just like, oh, uh, you know, I'm just body positive, but really it's like, well, you know, you actually should be taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. like, That's yeah. A good point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very good question, Riri. Yeah. That is really good. But, um, I, feel I don't. As someone with mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that, like, I have the question of, is it, like, are kids today more mentally ill, or is it just because it's more accepted? Mm -hmm. You know how, like, because... 
kids today, you just, you hear about a lot more suicides. You hear about mm-hmm. a lot more, like... Sensitivity. Sensitivity and, like, uh, 13 Reasons Why was a popular mm. show. Like, it's, it's... That got a lot of, like, flack, oh, too, it, though. Yeah. It got some beef. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just wonder, was it always that prevalent? Or is it just now that, like, people are... That it's a discussion. That people are out and talking about mm-hmm. it and, like, you know, being open and not ashamed of... A pyramid then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, yeah, because my niece also, she's only seven. Mm-hmm. But um, even in school nowadays, I feel like their cur- cur- curriculum... Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is very, like... They're all cod- like coddled, like spoon-fed, kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, for example, they'll have a spelling test, and as long as they get the first letter and the last letter correct, it doesn't matter what's, what the sequence is. Oof. That was a strong one. Oh, my God. It doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> Sorry, Dutchie <laughs> just farted. It's towards us. <laughs> I'm fanning it towards them. <laughs> oh, my God. What does she eat? Rami. Yeah, anyway, so uh-huh. as long as the first letter and the last letter is, like, correct, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what's in between. The fuck? And I'm like, how is <laughs> Yeah, what? I'm like, how is that a spelling test and how is that gonna get their minds, like... Well, that's mm-hmm. the whole, like, there's no winners, no losers thing. Yeah, exactly. Because now everybody gets a medal. <laughs> Which, I also, I disagree with that, like, whole... Yeah, so because they're gonna get in life. <laughs> they're not. And they're gonna be like... They're gonna be you losers. Fucking lose. Yeah, like, yeah, no, like for sure. <laughs> but like, you had to learn those things early on. I feel like that's why we had winners and losers, and yeah. and people who were picked last for teams, and you know, like yes, that sucks, but it teaches you about real life. Kids today are not being taught about what the real world is like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to get to university or they're going to get out into their first job and realize that people fucking suck. They really yeah. do. I'm just going to put this candle right here. Well, maybe. You. Can you just like put it on her butt? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no. This whole, you know, because who's to say what these seven-year-olds are going to grow up to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're all going to be great, mm-hmm. nice, caring, kind people because of the way they're being taught now. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I, I never truly thought about that. Like, so is this something that because it is an open discussion now that people are feeling more comfortable to come out and be like, me too? Yeah. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. Or if this is now just like, a, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I have a melting, I have a, you know, melting. I have a, sorry, mental illness. I'm, I'm sad. So <laughs> I'm sad. I yeah. must be depressed. Hey. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a really interesting. There's probably people that are like that. Like Yeah, I think it's like mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, truth. Oh, crazy crazy. I feel like um I'm glad I'm an adult right now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you're happy that I'm I think we're like the lucky ones that we I think we are the lucky like, ones. Yeah. We were still able I to mean, enjoy maybe that's just <laughs> I feel like... biased opinions. Maybe <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But we're pretty, we're pretty but you know i i really like how i was raised i like the the method that i was raised in but i also like that i'm young enough to be able to change with the times yeah you know like my parents for example 
were raised maybe in a different time and that's how they that's how they decided to raise their kids yeah and they were introduced but to I, computers in like yeah. the 50s and 40s like that's yeah but i also shit. feel like uh, yeah 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 <laughs> but i also feel like they're um they're a little too old to keep up with the times you well, know what i'm saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks yeah it's the yeah. same which i you know i also kind of disagree with because mm, just going back to like my experience with talking about it and telling people when I first told like when I first told my mom she was like oh no like okay all right Mm -hmm. I get it I understand she's like you know I think Nan might have been like had depression too because Mm -hmm. like the stuff you're telling me like I remember her going through all these kinds of things Mm -hmm. I was like okay cool like that's probably where it came from Mm because it is you know is it? It's inherited. Oh. Really? Yep. I did not know that. Mental illness is a is a inheritable trait. Um, but when I told my dad, his initial reaction <laughs> was not as uh, understanding. Mm-hmm. He said, well, we all get sad sometimes, Marianne. Mm-hmm. And that gutted me yeah yeah and i got super upset like i was like god like i just told you that like Mm -hmm. i'm like this is a big deal Mm -hmm. and once he realized that he was like oh damn like i need to go talk to her because mom told me like they were in they were Mm -hmm. in the living room and he was like she's really upset and Mm -hmm. mom's like yeah like yeah yeah. go fix this yeah 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 and he came downstairs and he sat beside me and he put his arms around me mm-hmm. and took me into his arms and I just cried and mm-hmm. cried and cried and he said, you know what, like, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to deal with mm-hmm. this yeah. stuff, he said, because mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I'm going through certain things with, you know, because he just got diagnosed with a, a, a serious, like, psoriatic arthritis and an immune disorder mm-hmm. and like he was losing out on a lot of stuff that he used to be able to do he couldn't mm-hmm. do anymore yeah. um and my dad's a very active very like sports oriented person like he likes to be out there doing stuff right and like there's a lot of things he couldn't do anymore and that was making him really upset and mm-hmm. i noticed in him a change so like i think he was also just kind of he didn't know how to be like Oh, okay. Right. But now he's very supportive and, and he said that like he's he's he understands now. But like yeah. And he's a boomer. So I mean my parents I talk to them about it all the time now if I'm mm-hmm. having a bad day or if I'm you know, they they get it. Mhm. So can um trust issues also be like mental illness? Trust issues. I feel um, like that might fall under like a po like a uh, traumatic a experience. Traumatic, yeah. Yeah. PTSD almost. Mm-hmm. Like not severe PTSD, but like yeah. If something happened to you that created you to not trust people, then yeah, it uh, that would for sure have some. There's so many things that. Oh my god! But yeah. Yeah. Like, and we're only discovering them now. Like, yeah. you think about people that were back in, like, 
they were put in asylums and like the conditions they were put in with yeah. like serious mental illnesses like schizophrenia yeah. and mm-hmm. bipolar and like the the severe ones yeah that you are literally out of your mind like not sane you know what i mean is it safe to say that like everyone is has some sort of something everybody's got issues yeah like, there's not one person that's like, I don't have mental health issues. I'm super happy. I, yes, you do. Yeah, no, like, you may not be aware enough, I guess. Not self-aware, you know what I mean? Like, you... you or you just don't care. Like, <laughs> I also think that there's, like, severity as well. Like, different yeah, severities, you know, severity. like... Yeah. For me, well before I feel differently now but when I was younger I felt like yeah I definitely had sad days but yeah again for me that was like yeah that's life like some days you're not you can't be happy every day you know like but I never felt the need yeah Yeah. it's reality I never felt the need like oh I need to go to a therapist you know like I was just like yeah you can deal with it yeah I can deal with it on my own yeah um and now like I don't have a therapist now but I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't feel like, oh, no, I, I don't need a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it's like, oh, you know, like, still... If you did get to that point. If I, yeah, I would feel like, yeah, you know. It's like I said about the levels of, like, realizing that you need help. When it interferes with your daily life mm-hmm. and your functioning, like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. when yeah. you need to seek mm-hmm. help. So can I ask you, because, uh, well, I don't, I don't know about you, but for me, again, you yes. are my main friend who... My has talked bae. yeah my main bay who has talked to me about this <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> so as a friend how do you feel like me being a friend that doesn't have depression mm-hmm. how can i help you like Honestly, how can i be a better like, friend you're already an amazing friend so i don't <laughs> why are you lying <laughs> <laughs> no honestly like you are you don't need to have a mental illness really to or mental health issues to understand Mm -hmm. what somebody's feeling that she needs to come up you just need to like for people who have oh excuse me intermission oh my god we're helping Jessie onto the okay she got (laughs) she good she good she good (laughs) she just plopped down (laughs) she good she's like you're in my spot um for somebody yeah so how can you help me I I mean obviously not specifically just you but just like in (laughs) I need help (laughs) no if I were in a, well, I mean, like, you guys are already, like, you're just good friends. Because I remember when Dan was gone away and I was having a really hard time. I think this was, like, last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Girls night! <laughs> well, not only that, but, like, you guys, uh, you surprised me with, like, a gift the next day and, like, a card and stuff. And, like... Say card one more card. time. Card. Um... You guys got me like a snow globe and like a card and it was just... Oh, I remember that, yeah. yeah. We were so excited. Yeah. And, and bookmarks. <laughs> and it was just like a nice little gift to be like, hey, we're here, you know, mm-hmm. feel better kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to give me a gift. Like just you guys even just being there and, and listening and letting me talk about what was making me upset. Like mm-hmm. that was... And making me feel like depressed. That was... That was... Enough. I think we've all gone through like 
a stage oh, yeah, at one sure. point where we all just needed help from each other. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and it'll you... continue to happen yeah. as we, you know, get older with each but other. But not everybody has those supports, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and having supports is important. So, like, if you need to, like, talk to someone, talk to anyone. Talk to your doctor. Talk mm-hmm. to someone you trust. Mm-hmm. Some Yeah, the, I feel like that's the key is someone you trust that... And who you can talk to. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Talk to... I mean, if your priest is who you, you can talk to, then talk to your priest if it's like your uncle if it's your you know anybody if it's your duchy anybody and if you don't have anybody then maybe someone who can talk back (laughs) (laughs) seek out because there's all kinds of like free therapy and 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 online now is that like yeah you can like text people like you can have like counselors online you Mm -hmm. don't even need to talk to them on the phone better help yeah i was like i hear that all the time (laughs) on podcasts (laughs) better help sponsor them I have a question. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if it ties into mental health, mm-hmm. but you know how you have friends, you've known them forever, mm-hmm. you grow out of that friendship or mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like drifting apart? Yeah. And it, it's like, yes, like they'll always be your friend, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. like, how healthy is it for you to realize that people drift apart and like you can't always hold on to people being there like you know how some people have like millions and millions of friends but at the end of the day for me at least i'd rather have like one close a handful rather yeah. than mm-hmm. like a support close. system i um, think that i think that naturally occurs as you get older because yeah. you know for example even you us now directions. yeah and yeah. i think that's just like and and you know a thing of life you know as you guys become older and grow into the things that you guys like and don't like Someone who was your friend, you know, even a year ago, you know, life happens. And I think it's something natural. Yeah. I think it's hard to, you know, depending on how close you were, I think it's hard to let go of. Like, I have two friends now that I have drifted away from that I considered that were very, very close to me. And, you know, at first, when it's first happening, I think I found it really hard and it would make me really sad that... Um, I felt like I was losing this friendship, Mm -hmm. but in the end, you kind of just realize that like our lives went down different paths and, you know, there's no common, like things in common anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think that's an okay thing. And I think if you're mature enough to be able to handle it or not necessarily handle it, but to be able to process it, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, uh, I think that's good. Massaging her. She's liking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Massaging her, her thighs. But yeah, out of all the people that I knew, and even in high school that, you know, they were my friends, um, I have five people who yeah. are close to me. And all that's all. Hand. Yeah. All in my one hand. And that's all I need. Yeah. I agree. I think it depends. Like, it's funny that you say that because I was just actually talking to one of my really best friends, the one I'm going to see in Vancouver next week. Shout out! (laughs) Um, About how, like, it's funny how you just, you could be extremely, like, the best of friends with somebody, Mm -hmm. and then one day you're just not friends anymore. I was trying to, like, position myself and I didn't realize this had wheels. Sorry. Um, Because that actually happened with my friend group in high school like Mm -hmm. there was four of us and um we got through mun together we got through university together Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden 
one of us graduated and another dropped out and another, you know, um, so then we had to like put in more effort to see each other all the mm-hmm. time. And then it was just me and Stace. And then after that, it was just, she stopped being friends with the two other girls mm-hmm. and I was still friends with the two other girls, but like, it was almost like it, like nothing happened. It just, That's we weren't true. the four, the quartet anymore. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we weren't uh, the four amigos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just me and Stace and then me and the two other girls. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't, I don't know what happened. I mean, I think it was like a matter of one of the girls had a boyfriend that, oh, um, <laughs> one of us didn't like very much. Uh-huh. And, uh. Then they just didn't want to hang out anymore because, you know, that person was a douche. And, uh, (laughs) she's not with him anymore anyway. So, um, but yeah, no. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, paths you take, Mm -hmm. directions you go. Also, as as an adult, I've, I've also come to realize that um, it's not the amount of years that you know someone, but it's just like the type of connection that you make with yeah, someone, you know, true. like mm-hmm. Marianne as being our latest yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we've only known Marianne for two years, two years, two years. Yeah. but she has become, <laughs> she, she has become someone who is an important part of yeah. our lives, you know, yeah. like. Rather than we have friends who we've known since, you know, how long? Years and years that, you know, we still have love for them. Well, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> I still have love for them. <laughs> but um, they're not someone who, if I was in trouble, I would not, they they would not be on my list of people call. to call. Yeah. You know, like. They're not the first people you send memes to. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They don't have, we don't have group chats in every sickle, in every sickle, in every single social media, social media platform. That's true, actually. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just, your life, life takes you. Which is funny, because, like, I kind of struggled with that, because, um, I did have a friend group where, I think there was just miscommunication, Mm -hmm. and then down the line, like, I just, gets together shit. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know, I'm a very introverted person and mm-hmm. just like nothing like when we would hang out like I I was just there, I was silent. I mm-hmm. didn't have anything to contribute. So, yeah, eventually like I got like no no more invites were happening, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for a while it affected me and I was like oh talking to Jerome and I'm like, "Hey, like I'm kind of sad about this. Like mm-hmm. I'm not part of it." But now that I realize like it's a give and take I guess mm-hmm. so it was kind of my fault too like not reaching out and like I still consider them like acquaint- like really good acquaintances and friends but yeah. they're not my go-to people mm-hmm. and I'm not theirs <laughs> just joking <laughs> you so, don't yeah. need those bitches they're not bitches no I know I'm <laughs> but um yeah it's definitely interesting to see well that can definitely actually like can have a, an effect on your mental health, though. Mm-hmm. That sort yeah. of thing happening and can make you really upset. Mm-hmm. I think also, like, I really struggled with um, friendship 
relationship, balancing the two. I don't know, like, if you can... Can I be honest? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did struggle with it. Yeah. But now, like, now that we've been in a relationship for quite a long time, like, I don't always need to just be me and him anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I need, like, my girl's <laughs> made Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to say there are girls like that because some girls, when they get in relationships, or even guys. Yeah. Yeah, I know drop, a guy who's like that. Drop everybody else mm-hmm. and it's just you and that other person. But that's just, that's a personality thing. Like, that mm-hmm. is just a, like, you you are the kind of person who cannot break yourself apart and mm-hmm. just, you know, have yourself go in all those. But I think that's horrible. It is horrible. Yeah. I struggled with that to for a like... degree first little while at mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. and if you're not willing I feel like the first four years are you saying you're <laughs> a bad friend no I'm kidding <laughs> like my first boyfriend I think that actually happened with me like I I was so like infatuated and like just wanted to be with them all the time mm-hmm. like it was kind of like I kind of not drop my friends because I still hung out with my friends but like I would put that person ahead of them mm-hmm. When they were always there before him, like mm-hmm. it wasn't like you know what I mean. And I think like because like our significant others are like in the military, mm-hmm. um, the times time of... you exposing. Yeah, we she exposed said that. it like two, I exposed like, it like the episode five. Time I was oh, did we expose it? <laughs> yeah, um, but then like freaked out. What unit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't get exposed. I was like, uh, should I say it? Um, <laughs> No, like, in the first few years, I think one of the reasons why I was struggling is because um, he was away quite a bit, like, on courses and exercises. Mm -hmm. So the times that he was gone, I just was very depressed, and I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to do anything, because, like, I was very, like, I felt for him, like, fast and hard. Mm -hmm. So, like, See, for me, hard. So I (laughs) kind of relied on him for, like, you know. Happiness? Yeah. Support. Yeah. And support in general. For me, as your friend, sorry, this is kind of like, we didn't know you at the time. But for me, as your friend at that time, I feel like that's when I was more upset with you because I felt like you only cared to hang out with me. You only made the effort to see me Mm -hmm. when he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I was like, fuck you. Like, that's not the type of friend I am. Yeah. And I think that even triggered me even more because I had been single for so long Mm -hmm. that, like, I... And even now, like, I I just say that I've never been in love because I really haven't. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been in love, but not, like, truly, truly been in love. Yeah. Not like a all-consuming, yeah, want to get married type of love. Um, so well, for me, it's like, guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was romantic, just not like, anyways, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not this episode. That's not, yeah. That's not the subject. Um, <laughs> so for me, I, I had never experienced, you know, like wanting to put someone else before the people who have been there for me Mm -hmm. you know like so I never understood like why people girls and guys like would let that happen to their friendships because you know obviously knock on wood you know for anything were to ever happen but like at the end of the day you know I I would always feel like I was the one that's been there you know Mm -hmm. like why am I no longer uh, an important I felt like why am I no longer an important part of your life mm-hmm. well, like just what? because you have a boyfriend who yes. could fucking dump you next week if he wanted to mm-hmm. you know like yeah so 
I'm sorry. I felt like, yeah, when I was younger, I really struggled with that too. And I feel like some of my friendships really um, got hit hard because of things like that. Because, you know, I was the friend that would get neglected all the time. Mm-hmm. I never did the neglecting. But. Uh, I got much better at it though as I got older. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a young thing too. Mm, I know adults now that no. are like that, yeah. Why were you looking at me? <laughs> Me still? Just it. kidding. <laughs> no, no, not you. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, I think also because Jerome was my only boyfriend, so mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I apologize. Mending, mending. <laughs> yes. Wait, closer you to can't the mic. See, they're, they're touching. High hands. five. Yeah. <laughs> my hands are really sweaty because oh. you're getting mad at me. <laughs> That's also like prick. Just like random thought, but that is also something that I always wondered why I sweat so much. Like I sweat all the time, and it's like through my hands, through my pits. Like I sweat my nose (laughs) a lot, and like when I was younger, I used to sweat like a beast. Like we would play like Mario Kart or like a game where you had to Mario Kart. to be um like it was thumbs. really stressful she's waving yeah, her thumbs, waving a lot. thumbs around in, a, <laughs> in this kind put of put it by the mic yeah can you hear but i used to pass the controller off to my brothers and he'd be like what the like man go get a towel or something i'd be like <laughs> why he'd be like the controller's like soaking wet i'd be like called me sweaty betty and like (laughs) drippy skippy and like (laughs) i want to meet your brothers i know your brothers are fun i can't wait to take you guys home with me i can't wait i want to be screeched in wedding bells (laughs) yeah that's gonna be a a bit in the future but anyway but that that was part of anxiety like that's that's the reason why i have clammy clammy sammies that was another one (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's why I, I was always climbing and always, like, super sweaty. Because it was just anxiety, anxiety. like, and constant. Like, that mm-hmm. was constantly. I'd be in church, and, like, my mom would take me to church, and I it would get to the part where you have to, like, shake people's hands or, like, whatever, and say, like, You're like peace be with you, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be freaking, like, Aww. rubbing my hands on my pants Aww. because, like, I was so anxious about it. Like, those kinds of things. Like, I just get used to, I was just a mess, man. <laughs> like, you were a mess. I was just a mess, an anxious mess, a ball of just... Ooh, that's a good one. Get in here. A ball of just... (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) Anxious messiness. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thank you so much, Marianne. Good job, guys. Good job to you. Good job to me. Good job to me. (laughs) I did great. I was super... Super honest. Be cute. Yeah. Well, oh, um, we should tell our viewers. Oh, can oh. we tell our viewers? I mean, oh. our listeners. Well, I don't know what we're telling them. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like can we tell them? I mean, sure. Someone's special day next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah. Margaret. <laughs> Dear Margaret. Dear Margaret turns. Um, oh, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> don't say it, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it's not a big one, so don't worry about it. But uh, It's her happy birthday. It is her happy birthday. Yeah, and that's the reason I'm going to Vancouver, so. Mm-hmm. But we're going to take mm-hmm. Margaret out on the town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Getting wrecked on a Wednesday. <laughs> don't make him just listen to our pod. Oh, God, yeah, no. Shout out to Megan. JK, Megan. Yeah, we're just kidding. If you JK. are listening. MO. I feel like she'd enjoy this too, though. She I think would. she would. I think she, she would. Like, I'm Chill. getting a whole new yeah. <laughs> perspective of my employees. I feel like she'd be like, can I get on the show? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get in on this. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, that's another thing. Sorry. Last topic. Mm-hmm. Mental health at work. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, just for me. It's a triggered I feel um, like <laughs> subject for me. <laughs> no, not not in regards to management or whatever. Okay. But it, in regards to the people we work with, mm-hmm. I feel like our group is like really fun. Oh, oh like having a good circle at yeah. work. Yeah, and having a good support circle at work, I feel. To, yeah, to be honest, I, I out of all the jobs that I've had, and I've been working since I was 14, I've never had a bad, oh, that's a lie. I used to work at Coach and I fucking hated it. You I, hated Coach so I much. I hated Coach so much. Oh my god. They were so yeah. good to you. Did I ever tell you about no. this? Okay, so I've worked in a lot, of, a lot of places and the only place that I've ever hated is Coach. And I like boycott Coach now. Coach! <laughs> Fuck you, Coach! Unless you want to sponsor us, then I love you! <laughs> then I take it all back. Yeah. I remember, because it's commission-based, right? Yeah, Coach oh. is commission-based and I am not a salesperson. Yeah. Like, I like to fix relationships. Do you want I'm, this bag? Yeah. Um, totally. It's a great bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I am not a salesperson at all, but coach was pure commission. Yeah. Pure commission. But, well, not pure commission, but like a big chunk commission. I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> my, I don't know, I think she was my assistant manager. Maybe she was my manager. I can't even remember now. Who's your assistant? Yeah, thank you. But, um, <laughs> she was always so mean to me and like, she thinks she always was like, you're not selling enough. You're not selling enough. And so, but instead of coaching me and helping me, she would just put me in the back. Cause I, I oh. think I started at the time where it was Christmas. So like at coach, when you buy a purse, you have the option to get it gift wrapped and we gift wrap it for you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would always just be like, you know what? Just go gift wrap. So instead of helping me, coaching, beca- coaching yeah. me, coach, <laughs> um, she would always just put me in the back and then no one would talk to me cause I'd be alone in the back. What? No one would talk to me. So how are you supposed to make your commission? Exactly. So by that time, I th- that was the only job that I've never put in like a two week notice. Like mm-hmm. I just like stopped showing up. I was oh. like, yeah, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But every other job, mm-hmm. I've always had a really good close group of people. Mm-hmm. But I'm always surprised that lots of people don't have that. That don't have like a, a friend group, so to speak. Yeah. I'm just like thinking back in all the jobs I've worked at and... To see if, like, I've ever had bad experiences with the people I worked with. Mm-hmm. But everyone's, like, I'm still Instagram friends with a lot of them. Fucking millennial. <laughs> Follow me. We're Instagram friends, so we're really No, friends. but, like, in terms of our work peeps right <laughs> yeah. now. Our work peeps right now are so nice. Yeah, no, I love our love. I, I, I love love. I love love. Uh, I love. I, I, holy hell. I really like our group of friends. Yeah. Like, our group that we have at work. They're all very supportive and we all very solid. We are like, solid. non-judgmental, and mm-hmm. they're all very. I mean, we're like we became poop friends already. Yeah, we tell each other because of you. Yeah, because no, of Jake. Janik. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Jack, Janik, clear your throat. 
She's so funny, though. That's true. I forgot she about that. Funny. Her and her oversharing. <laughs> Lord, does that girl love to overshare? But yeah, but yeah. it's really important, I think, because like you're at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like majority if I didn't of your have life. You guys at work, and if I didn't have like our group of friends at work, I'm pretty sure I'd be miserable. Same, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, totally. Love you guys. Love, Love you guys. You. And like, even now, like, cause like, shout out to A H. Oh yeah. Like H. I feel so bad. Because I thought we were talking. <laughs> what? Nothing. Keep going. Cause I feel so bad because like Y E J R J another J J R J and a Y Y J. Huh? Who are we talking about right She's now? She's everyone's um. Yeah, A H. It, oh, you thought it was like both. E-Y. E-Y. No, Y-E. Y-E. <laughs> J-R. E-P. Who's J-R? E-P. Oh, E-P, yes. J-R. We were just talking about oh, her. Oh, yes. Um, J-S. Yes. G-S. S-S. Yes, yes. G-S. G-S. Loyal fan. Yeah. Loyal. K-N-G. He doesn't work in our department. Sorry, K-N-G. I tried to include you. X. Co-worker. <laughs> um, and, uh, are we missing anyone? DK. DK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm just going through our rows. I know, I'm like, we're all starting missing. I think we got everybody. Yeah, we it's good. We love you! <laughs> everybody else who's listening is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, yeah. back to my point. I'm sorry, uh-huh. A-H- oh, you had a point? A-H-N-Y-E. Uh-huh. Is it easy? Don't get to have lunch with oh, us a lot yeah. anymore. And I feel like that's a big, like, yeah. I feel like that might actually miss them. be why um, a. There might be unhappiness. Is having a bit more of a time coping than before she could sit mm-hmm. with us. You know what I mean? Because she had somebody to vent to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important to vent. I think it's important. Like I, so I know how some people construe venting as just like bitching complaining. and complaining. Yeah, you need that. Uh, I yeah, I agree. I feel like no, it's very important to, to be able yourself, to express yourself. Get it all out without feeling and that you would be do something constructive. Yeah, yeah. Even without, like uh, K and G sometimes is like I need to rant. I'm like, go tell me this is an open space. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spill the tea. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mute the conversation. You're just so kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, KNG. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. That was a great topic. Well, it guys. was really good. Thank you. This and is a long episode, but I feel like it was a very good if there's any episode that we would go over our time, yeah. I'm glad that it it's this one. this one. And I think like if we can we'll like link some links of um yeah, totally you can for contact. Help. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Follow my blog. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we put it in there? I mean, yeah. Sure. Please follow my Dear Margaret. Dear Margaret. Why? Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> you got it right. Did I get it right? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Um, no, I, I do have a blog that I have expressed. Yes, please um, share. It's, it helped me a lot, actually, when I was first diagnosed to express how I was feeling. So, yeah, I got lots of stories in there, and I got some uh, tips and tricks for uh, things that I've learned in my time. I read one of your blog posts, the one about your nan. 
That was a good one. Wait, there's two. Which one? Um, the one you shared on Facebook the, like, last month or something? Oh, that was about my Nan Connor, yeah. Yeah, because I said, like, I only dealt with that, like, this year, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, sorry, just another little tidbit. Okay. (laughs) Disney Plus came out. What are your bitches? (laughs) What are you watching right now? Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched The New Lady and the Tramp. Highly recommend. Go watch it. Okay. I've watched Frozen. Okay. I've watched The Aristocats. I've watched um, <laughs> Tangled. I have a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Were all these at work? <laughs> I've watched. <laughs> I've watched. Uh, I can't remember what else I watched. The Little Mermaid. Ooh. Okay, I may your turn. <laughs> I wasn't done. I, I have a list. No. Um, I you... watched the new Dumbo. That was. Um, I was actually hoping to see that in theaters, but I didn't get to it. So I was glad I got to see that one. Um, and I watched, I've been watching Boy Meets World because I'm, oh, I want to start that. Love that show. I don't show think I've seen it. Growing up. Or like, I've only seen some episodes. Man, oh Boy Meets World. I if you want like, life lessons and like, yes. growing up. Okay, I'll start watching. Man, Boy Meets World was the 90s show. baby. Yeah, that was like the best show. And what else did I watch? I watched, uh, Lion King one and a half. Oh, I love one and a half. It's oh so my funny. God, I did I still died at like all the parts that I used to when die like, laughing? I die at you. Yeah, I die. Um, <laughs> say it. I dies at you. <laughs> <laughs> I dies at you. Uh, but yeah, the that that's like one of my favorites for sure. Of the newer, like, well, not newer anymore, but yeah, when it, the new ones mm-hmm. came out. I watched. Oh, sorry. Are you done? Uh, anyway, it's okay. We're yeah, done the episode now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what did you watch, Madan? Mulan. <laughs> I watched um, Mulan. What's the one I watched yesterday? Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Hunchback. Hunchback. And a little bit of um, that's yeah, so raving. Watched a whole lot of Disney movies, no. have you? The only thing I don't like about Disney Plus is it doesn't have that like currently watching, and then I know you can't just yeah. like jump right back into where you finished off. Yeah. So like Netflix, Netflix. Search it. maybe they'll update it. Yeah. Maybe I should write an email about that. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Relax, Karen. <laughs> okay, All right. Well. Anything else, guys? I think we're good. Any last Thank minutes? you so much for listening. Yeah, I know it was you. a long episode, but. Um, you know, it's a, if you're, yeah, if you're still here, (laughs) thank you so much. I think this is a really important episode and I'm glad we got to talk about it. Thank you very much for taking the time to come and chat with me. Chat with us. Oh my God. I'm sorry, but chat with me on my show. The The one bish. The dumb bish. Just the dumb (gasps) bish. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.